0: Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and
1: more affordable than you might think.
0: Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.
2: The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization.
1: So, friends, as well as a few enemies, scoffers, atheists, skeptics, lunatics, weirdos, and assorted bad guys, and of course all of you good guys and girls out there, welcome to the Sons of Liberty. You have with yours truly, Mr. Bradley Dean. Now folks, really quick, um, again, if you want to check us out on social media platforms, please do so. Uh, that is SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, dot com. Top left side of the page. Go to S O L Radio Live on the top there and subscribe. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, dot com. Subscribe to that page and go over to beforeitsnews dot com or go over to news dot com. Top left side of the page as well. If you want to call in at any time, please do. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today is how deep uh, political idolatry runs. I'm going to start off on the sports idolatry uh, in just a moment here, just to kind of bring it line upon line, precept upon precept, so you can understand how the Word of God clearly condemns it and why. Uh, I mean, much of what we're seeing right now, friends, across the line is a, a p- lot of people talking about this little Satanist uh, who calls herself a Christian named Taylor Swift, who's completely sold out in every sense of the word, and you can see that the uh, the uh, uh, outlets, the media outlets. Uh, uh, the uh, print in outlets, when you go to the grocery store, everything is Taylor Swift right now. Uh, she is sold out. Uh, she has done exactly what Satan offered her to do when she said, when he said, bow down to me and I'll give this all to you. It's mine to give, uh, which is not true in any sense of the word, uh, but she did it. And we're seeing that she is turning slowly but surely over to the ways of Satanism blatantly by wearing these costumes, having these seances on stage, the list goes on. And you know, the new logo that I have or slow, and I have for the people of this country that are going along with this because they're all driving more traffic to the controlled NFL, National Football League uh, and uh, her mid-show, her uh, halftime show that she's talking about putting on there, it should just be instead of a circus and a piece of bread, uh, the people are easily controlled, you can do whatever you want to do with them it should just be Taylor Swift and beer uh, and you can do anything with the people that you want to do, they're easily controlled. Uh, that's exactly what's going on and if people can't see it for idolatry, and this, this is sports alone, uh, pay attention to the political ideology that's going on as well, and also pay attention as to who has 94% control of the narrative throughout the United States, and not just the United States of America, people on a worldwide basis as well. It's all driving the same narrative. So, we're going to go back and we're going to set the narrative straight by making reference to the Word of God and see what He has to say about it. Um, and we're going to do that. So, uh, I wanted to let you know as well if you want to call in, you can. That number is 1 866 582 9933. 1 582 9933. Folks, if this is the first time listening to the sons of liberty radio.com do remember that this is the radio show where we think for ourselves and make not the others the measure of our conduct and why is that friends because it is a terrible place to be when your brains are in someone else's head true that we follow the christ the bible is the rock upon which our republic rests end of story and uh, so with that said let's just let's just kind of tiptoe, uh, bringing, again, line upon line, precept upon precept, getting to political ideology. Uh, but again, since we're in the season of sports right now, this fits perfectly uh, as far as the time and the applicability of Scripture and the way it should be preached. When you look at, again, Jeremiah 11, 13, folks, you notice uh, those that listen to me continuously, those that watch me continuously, I'm always dropping Scripture. I'm always dropping Scripture because I'm backing up foundational upon the word of God, the point that I'm making, okay? And the point that I'm making is the word of God. The Bible is clear when it says that when the Lord sends a man, he speaketh forth the words of the Lord, okay? And uh, that's how it works here. Uh, the word comes up and I shoot it out there and you can lay it to the topic and, and concerning the one that we're covering and putting it back into a perspective where it's supposed to be biblically and scripturally. One of those scriptures that I continuously... Um, Reiterate is the fact, or uh, that of Jeremiah eleven thirteen. I'll say Jeremiah eleven thirteen when I'm talking about idolatry and sports. Well, what does Jeremiah eleven thirteen say? It says, "For according to the number of your cities." Now, pay attention. Listen to the great specificity of the word that was written thousands of years ago. So this is nothing new. Ecclesiastes one nine. There you go, right there. There's nothing new under the sun. Go to Ecclesiastes one nine. That's your, That's what you're going to find in Scripture uh, to understand what we're talking about in Jeremiah eleven thirteen. So it says, "For according to the number of thy cities were thy gods, O Judah, and according to the number of the streets of Jerusalem have you set up altars to that shameful thing, regardless of what it was that they put up and that they worshipped, even altars to burn incense, which is a form of prayer." When you take that into a stadium setting, you see how the people dress, you see how they act, you see how they yell and they give all their strength up to the gods that they serve. Well, in a sense, friends, that is burning incense, okay? Uh, and it's not metaphorically, it's in parallel, in fact, as to what Scripture is trying to define and to unveil to us as to the meaning of that word. So when we go to even altars to burn incense unto Baal, it's the God that they've set up to, to uh, serve, okay? So again, that's Jeremiah eleven thirteen. 13. But what I want to get to is somehow or another the children of the apostates have mistakenly made entertainers and professional athletes as people of importance so much as so that they have once again put their idols, players, and teams in the place of Christ. And it's exactly what they've done. It's exactly what they've done, friends. How many people I see online all day long they sit there and they try to make a feeble point with a wooden blunt sword in their hand not the sword of the spirit mind you Hebrews 4.13 but a wooden blunt sword trying to combat the word of God and the only argument that they really have friends though it is a feeble one the only argument that they have against the word of God when trying to stand against the word of God is their unholy lifestyles and it's what we continuously see but what they'll do is they'll try to put up their favorite entertainers and then they'll put uh, look he said the word Jesus therefore he's a christian he's going to hell um it's the same thing uh, that you'll see with many of these uh sports icons music icons and the list goes on uh that's all they have to do is say that they're a christian like even donald trump and everybody just lays over and says "Well, he's a christian no he's as much of a christian as you are that's the problem that you're having. You've taken it no further. You don't even know what he stands for. You have no idea as to what the word is concerning what it is to be a Christian. Uh, and you can put that up against Acts 11.26 as well. Christianity be, should should be shown to the world by their actions. And just because you call yourself a Christian doesn't make uh, yourself a Christian. But that's how the American people take it. And they'll sit there and they'll stand up for them no matter what they do, just like they did with Toby Key. Some lady yesterday said, you know, Toby Keith is now uh, peacefully in the arms of Jesus. It's like, lady, you're to judge him by his fruit. And if you look at the fruit of his lyrics, friends, oh my goodness, he ain't heaven-bound. He's exactly what he's sown into, bound. Uh, And it isn't good. Read Hebrews, or I'm sorry, Romans 6.23. We're going to come right back on the other side, and I'm going to get to political idolatry.
2: Ready to set brush fires of freedom in the minds of men? Well, start your engines with some high-octane truth-telling on the Sons of Liberty morning show. We'll bring you news and commentary from a Christian worldview using the Bible and the Constitution. Not to see who's on the right or on the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. Get on the inside track every weekday at 6 a.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 8 a.m. Eastern on sonsoflibertymedia.com.
4: So you want to make a difference, but you don't know where to start. You've been listening to the Sons of Liberty radio show, maybe even for years now, and can think of so many others you wish could hear the message too but you don't know quite how to reach them or where to begin. Well, this is the perfect time for you to stop thinking and start doing. Why not schedule an event in your community with Bradley Dean and the Sons of Liberty? It's a lot easier than what you probably think, and the impact can literally be life-changing for all those who attend. We all have loved ones, neighbors, and those around us that need to not only hear the truth, but be moved to action to make a difference in their own lives and their own communities right now. So don't wait. If you want to learn more on how to schedule an event with Bradley Dean and the Sons of Liberty near you, then give us a call at 1-866-233-0747. That's 1866 866 233 747 and start making a difference in your world today.
5: Wisconsin Christian News is a nationally distributed newspaper that takes on the tough issues of our day. And we don't waste your time with fluff. Here's a real 48-page printed newspaper that is not fair and balanced as defined by the mainstream media. Instead, we tell you the truth you need to know. Check us out and email us to get your free sample copy. Go to wisconsinchristiannews.com. Also, watch our TV program every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central at wcntv.net.
1: Welcome back again to the Sons of Liberty, folks. We're gonna hit the idolatry of sports first and foremost, and then we're gonna move into the political idolatry, which is crazy. We've we've hit on this, we've touched on this before, but I want to get as deep as we possibly can over the next three segments. We were just making reference to Jeremiah 11, 13, and it talks about uh, according to the number of your cities where your gods, O Judah, and according to the number of your streets of Jerusalem, have you set up altars to that shameful thing, that God that you set up in the place of Christ. And I was just Highlighting the fact that somehow or another the children of the apostates, those that call themselves Christians but really aren't, put that up against 1 John 2 4, have mistakenly made entertainers, right, and professional athletes as people of importance so much so that they have once again put their idols, players, and teams in the place of Christ. The Lord said, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Guess what that means? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Uh, The definition of the word idol, Webster's 1828, goes as follows. An image, form, or representation, usually of a man or an animal, consecrated as an object of worship, a pagan deity. That's right. That's exactly what you're seeing on the field. Uh, And it's not just football. It's baseball. It's hockey. It's volleyball. It's soccer. The list goes on. Men and women are entertained watching men kick a ball around or hit it with a stick. Yes, or how about this one? A man that spends thousands of hours uh, practicing to hit a little tiny ball into a hole. That takes precedence over what's going on in their country today. If that is in the definition of idolatry, friends, I don't know what is. That's what scripture defines it as, and it's exactly what it is. In every city in America, we discover idol worship everywhere you go. The children of the apostates have their own sports icons and mascots with their favorite teams and players. In the place of that, friends, keep in mind, they have their jerseys on, so on and so forth. I'll get to that in a moment. But the Bible says to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So where do profess Christians get off putting on jerseys with their favorite players? They're supposed to represent Christ. They're supposed to be ambassadors. They're supposed to be written epistles for all men to read. And I want to tell you something, the world's reading, but what they're reading is the definition of what a hypocrite is, and it's exactly what they see. As I was just saying, in every city in America, we discover idol worship. The children of the apostate, again, have their own sports icons, mascots with their favorite teams and players. They have football teams, baseball teams, basketball teams, hockey teams. You name it, friend. And the people in this country have it covered in a big way. They have red and blue devil mascots, demons, pigs, chickens, wolves, gophers, badgers, buffaloes, tigers, goats, Rams, hawks, bears, eagles, lions, cougars, elephants, ducks, alligators, bulls, longhorns, hound dogs, constellation, the stars in place, mascots, people mascots, kings, sailors, minutemen, knights, cowboys, Indians, warriors, mountaineers, uh, colonels, gladiators, miners, Vikings, workmen, Zorro mascots, fruit mascots, keg mascots, car mascots. (laughs) My goodness, folks. Also consider the fact that this is just scratching the surface when it comes to the people's mascots in the United States of America alone. And yet, in the face of Scripture, what does it say? Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image a God to suit your sins or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, the constellations, or that is in the earth beneath, man, animals, or that is in the water under the earth. What does the Lord say? He said, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children under the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, the Lord said." Not love me, he said, of them that hate me. Who are those that hate him? Those that have created a God to suit their sins. Those that serve idols in the place of his son, Jesus Christ. Now look what Paul said in the uh, book of Acts seventeen twenty two through 27, while confronting them at Mars Hill. Tell me if it doesn't sound like Bradley Dean or Tim Brown, the morning show host, uh, broadcasting on a typical radio show day. Okay, any day of the week. You men of America, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I I found an altar uh, with the inscription, to the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship. Him declare I unto you, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is the Lord of heaven and earth. Notice that, devil chasers, he is the Lord God of heaven and earth, and he dwelleth not in the temples made with hands. Neither is neither is worshiped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth all life and breath and all things, and hath made one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord if they can happily and might feel after him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. Doesn't that sound like what we're talking about today? I mean, people may know the name of Jesus, but they don't know Jesus. Why? Because they've never taken the time to know Jesus. They've never sought out the scriptures for themselves. Why? Because they don't have a desire to know Jesus. I had a guy one time, uh, it blew me backwards. And he had an apostolic anointing in his life. And he was a CEO during this particular time. And we were talking about the things of the Lord. And he said, I love the Lord, but this is what he said right after that. He said, but I don't have a desire to know his word. It's not the Lord you love. It's not the Lord you serve. It's the Lord you hate. And it's the devil that you serve. You have no desire to know his word. Has anybody ever been, and I'm sure you all have, when you were in high school, you had a desire to uh, meet a guy or meet a girl, and that's all you could think, about, uh, think upon is that person? I mean, every thought that came into your head is what you want to know about that person and uh, how your affections are attached to that person. And again, you wanted to know everything about that person and you wanted to spend more time with them. Well, if the natural man teaches you through The natural dispensation, how much more will the Spirit of God, if you're born of the Spirit, drive you to know the Word of Christ and feed on the bread of life, John 6.35? Oh my goodness. Common sense comes into play, right? My goodness. You know, I think some people have marriages today that end up in divorce because they never took the time to know each other because they had no desire to know each other. And that's exactly what has happened in the spiritual sense, first starting in the spiritual and, and then ending in the natural. You have no desire for the Lord, and then you wonder why you're playing the adulterer in the face of the Lord. My goodness, folks, you are what you eat is absolutely true. You're going to either overcome or you're going to succumb. There is no in betweenites. I want to say this as well. When you look at in verse twenty nine through thirty one, after the scripture that I just read to you just a moment ago, Acts seventeen twenty two through twenty seven, I want you to listen in context. This is what the American church doesn't do anymore. I just heard a preacher the other day said, um, "Half of the Christian world today uh, is out of context." No, it's not Christianity. It's a lack of Christianity. And what he was saying is they don't hold the scripture in context. Well, then why would you call them Christians? You just did the same thing that you were trying to expose. Think about what you say, bro. I mean, for real. Now, let me go to verse 29 um, through 31. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone, graven by art and man's device. At the times of the ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth every man everywhere to repent. That's the message that the American church does not preach. It's failed to preach for over 100 years. My understanding is back in the 50s, they were still preaching much of this. It began to become watered down through the likes of uh, the, the church uh, f- uh, falling away from the Lord and giving their affections and desires over to Billy Graham, who they used to call, when he was alive, the ecumenical evangelist, uh, the uh, evangelical pope. Oh my goodness, folks, I'm, I'm, you want to understand why we're in trouble? It's because of the American shirts are coming to the likes of a Billy or a Franklin Graham. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Look at the compromise. Look at the absolute fraternizing with the enemies. I mean, Billy Graham was friends with everybody in their dog friends. There was no absolutes. And that all changed after he became famous. And what he didn't do is he didn't bring the cross with him. He forsook the cross in the process in preaching another gospel. And the Lord said that that brings a curse, Galatians one eight uh, through the hand of Paul, the apostle. Now, let me get back over to this, friends. He has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained. Who is that man? Whereof he hath given assurance unto all men that he has raised him from the dead. That is Jesus Christ. He who was crucified. He who was buried. And he who was rose again to the glory of the Father. Read the whole chapter of Romans 6 and 1 Corinthians 15 when you get a moment. I'm going to come right back on the other side friends and we're going to get up into political idolatry in just a moment. And of course if you're not one of those idolaters then you're going to love the message. If you are you're going to hate the preacher. Well over here friends you're either going to hate your sin or you're going to hate the preacher, and it's okay with us both ways, though we don't prefer it. Cool? 1-866-582-9933. 1-866-582-9933. Again, we'll be right back.
2: Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit
6: GCNlive.com today.
8: USA news update. The House voted to impeach Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. A historic vote that actually marks the first time a cabinet secretary has been impeached in nearly 150 years. This was the second attempt that House Republicans made to have him removed, but it will most likely die in the Senate. A vehicle crashed into an Austin, Texas medical center emergency room, killing the driver and injuring five people. Police do not believe that driver meant to crash into the hospital, and that person had to be extricated from the car. They were given CPR, but they died on scene. Keep your pets away from rats and rodents. A cat owner in Oregon caught a rare case of the bubonic plague. It was caught early and treated with antibiotics. Corey Myers, USA News.
1: So let's get back to this. And then we're teeing it up for political idolatry. And uh, we were just talking about sports idolatry. I mean, folks, it's it's, honestly, it's sick. And now you have it set up in your homes. Most people do. I have not watched television in over 20 years. That was the first thing I got away from. And uh, it wasn't a a natural inclination to get away from it. It was the word of God that uh, drew the line. Uh, in my heart, where I had no more desire for none of that nonsense i mean it 's a cesspool of indoctrination, and what is the world what is what is the uh, mainstream media and what is it that they promote the spirit of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life and the bible says, and it is not of the father it 's a spirit of Antichrist. Why would I sit there and feed on a spirit of Antichrist and then read james four four and also read Romans twelve two too, that we're, we're not to be conformed to the world, we're to be transformed by the renewing of our minds by the word of God. But I got out of that mess right away, I didn't want anything to do with it, I knew that there was no truth there, I knew that there was nothing good for, the, for my soul there. I knew the Lord didn't desire it there. Uh, As a matter of fact, if you put it up to Micah 6.16, and I want to get to that topic one day too, uh, but this is nothing new, but the narrative that's being sent, folks, it's straight from hell. It literally is. And uh, too many people are feeding on, the, as what they call, the boob tube, when in fact they shouldn't be feeding on that nonsense at all. Uh, for those that do that, uh, you might want to read 2 Corinthians 6:17. start there, go to the end of the chapter. Also read um, James 4, 4, where he calls you adulterers and adulteresses. Know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God? And and, and you are the people that, when you listen to that, it just runs down your back like water down a duck's back, and then you wonder why you're confused, you're wondering why you just don't have anything straight, everything's messy in your life, there's no quickening of the Holy Ghost, because you're not born of Him, that's why. The Holy Ghost is given unto those that obey Him, friends, don't forget that. He's given unto those that obey Him. And uh, that comes from the Holy Ghost, Romans 5, 5 as well. So everything is from him, through him, and to him. So let's get back over to this and then uh, highlight this, and then what we'll do is we'll get over to the political idolatry. Uh, We were just talking about how Scripture clearly tells us that uh, we're not to serve a God that looks just like us, okay? And I'm giving you scriptural reference for this. And it's also interesting to note that uh, sports are just another form of idolatry within the ranks of the apostates, that's what it is, okay? Uh, they have, and I, and I have a video here, and I played it for you before, but there's a church, they call themselves a Christian church in Minnesota here, and instead of having church on Sunday, uh, what they'll do, or Super Bowl Sunday, they'll set their whole stage up like it's a football field. No kidding, cheerleaders and everything, football, uh, goal posts and everything, and what they'll do is they'll cut the service short as they, they basically celebrate the Super Bowl. And, and for those that don't know, I want you to know, uh, because many football players are coming out, many of those that are behind the scene have already come out and told you that the NFL is completely rigged from start to finish. It's not about football. It's set up on a system of gambling, and the games are pre-scripted. The players are pre-scripted. We played those videos for you as well. I didn't say it. They're telling you this. Uh, But this is more the nonsense that we see. It's the same thing that you're seeing in politics today, friends. Uh, As Roosevelt told us back in the 30s, there's nothing that happens in politics. Listen, that's not first planned. You're seeing that with Mayorkas right now. Folks, I knew that when they said that they were going to impeach him, they just needed a fall guy for a moment. What are they saying now? Oh, they can't impeach him. Oh, my goodness. They can't impeach him for the act of treason. They're just all paying their dues right now. And they don't realize when they're done paying those dues, they're going to pay their dues on Judgment Day. Okay? Read 2 Corinthians 5.10 as well when you get a moment. But what's interesting is when you look at the sports and how they're just another form of idolatry within the ranks... um, you have to go ahead and observe these people because, oh, how they love their sports, and, uh, and it shows you just where their hearts really truly are. Did you know that second, listen to this, tell me if this is not applicable to this conversation. In, when you look at Second Kings seventeen thirty three, I want you to listen to this. Tell me if this is not right, if this is not what the world sees in this country today. They feared the Lord, they said they were Christians, but they served their own gods. That is exactly the hypocrisy of, a, of the American church, to a T. T. Second Kings 17.33, cross-check everything I'm telling you. They feared the Lord, they said they were Christians, and served their own gods. It's exactly what they're doing. So in other words, they said that they loved the Lord in being his pretended children, but when it came to the truth of the matter, they served other gods whom they really loved. Oh, it's true. Look at the jerseys they wear. Jesus said, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. By the way, much of what we're talking about right now will be applicable when it comes to the political idolatry as well. This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, but their but and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Yeah, their heart is far from him. They don't even know his doctrines, John 7 17. You know, you, you ask Christians across the country, those that, you know, when I do an event, I'll say, how many people in this room are Christians? And, uh, you know, 95, 98, sometimes the whole room, they all raise their hands, they believe they're Christians. Why? Because the hirelings told them that they were Christians. That's all they had to do is profess with their mouth or confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord, and they're just going uh, to, to heaven. No, that's, that's of the Spirit. We're led of the Spirit. We're not born of the flesh. And there's too many people that in the flesh have said the prayer and don't realize what they're doing is living their lives in such a fashion where they're going straight to hell because the Spirit is not the author or the finisher of their faith, Hebrews 12.2. Okay? There's a lot of this. But what's crazy, friends, is they honor the Lord, but their hearts are far from Him. I was just telling you when I do events across the country, I don't care how many people are in an event. There can be thousands, there can be literally 50 people in an event. And what's crazy about it is I'll ask them, how many in this room love the Lord? How many are Christians? They'll all raise their hands, right, as I said. And as I said, then, then, as I said that, then I asked the question. So with another question, how many in this room can actually name three of the Ten Commandments? They're lost. They laugh like, like it's funny. See, they despise God's government. Not understanding that American government, this institution of government, is premised on something called common law, which is premised on canon law, which is premised on the Torah, God's moral law. Okay? And they think it's funny that they don't know his commandments. Well, the Bible is clear in 1 John 2 4: He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. They're liars. Whoa, that's that's crazy. Well, Bradley, do you know him? Yep, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thyself any graven image. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That's a day in which you honor God in heart to man. No done, no done work for self. It's called servile work. Honor your father and your mother. That means hold in high esteem. It's the first commandment with promise. Ephesians 6, 1. Uh, thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not lie, and thou shalt not covet. And that's the first. What's the second? The second is namely like unto this, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength. And, uh... What is the fulfilling of all of that, friends? Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, which is the fulfilling of the law. Love is the fulfilling of the law. They are not separate, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Read that when you get a moment. So, uh, Jesus also said, He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. How are they supposed to keep his commandments if they don't know his commandments? You see how that works? And then they wonder why uh, they see corruption within the halls of government. Because it first started at the church, which is that moral compass of society, as uh, so many of our forefathers said, but in uh, coining his phrase, John Adams, he said, the church is called to be the moral compass of society. When that goes, everything else goes. That's right. Finney also hit on this as well. So, talking about how many people out there call themselves Christians but don't know his word, I'm telling you that you're sadly deceived, okay? See, what's happening is this country is being led literally into hell, and they give their time, money, and their efforts over onto idols. This next point is just insane. Scripture tells us in Psalm 9, 16 and 17, the wicked, them that know to do the right but choose to do the wrong, shall be turned into hell in all nations that forget God. Why is your country, Americans, being turned into hell? Because you have forgotten your God. You, have, you are the people out there, a majority of you, that sit there and talk about how you're going to just pray, and you're going to pray, and you're going no, you're hiding behind prayer, because you don't actually want to do the doing, and the reason you don't do the doing is because you don't have the faith. Scripture tells us faith without works is dead, James 2, 14 through 26. I'm so tired of people, I'll pray for you. I don't, I don't want your prayers. If you look at Ephesians proverbs 28 it says those that turn their ear from the law of god is moral law even their prayers are accursed that's why they don't get their prayers answered that's right. I remember a story of Charles Finney when he first got saved, um, and this is back in the 1700s. He tells the story about how when he went back and got saved, he said the Holy Ghost did everything from start to finish. Of course, that's a man that is truly born of the Spirit because he's the author and the finisher of your faith. That's why you see in, in um, parallel today, in contrast, so many people that sit there and they call themselves uh, Christians because they've been talked into it. And well, the fact of the matter is, if you can be talked into it, you can also be talked out of it, and there's too many of them that are talked out of it, and these are the sheepish ones that go around, and they're too scared to talk about Jesus in front of all of their worldly friends, right? But they know everything about politics, they know everything about their favorite sports, they know all those talking points, but when it comes to the Word and taking a bold, confident stand, Proverbs 28, 1, they're null and void. They're worthless. They're like what it talks about in the book of Luke, friends, where the um, uh, people walk over the top of their graves and they don't even know that they're there. They have no substance. They're they're empty. They're worthless. Uh, Matthew 5.13 tells us they're good for nothing. Why? Well, because they don't do the doing. They're supposed to be called the salt of the earth, but they fail to understand that salt stops the purification, right, of a society, of a culture. My goodness, folks, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. You do the works because you're saved. You don't do the works to get saved. And if you are saved, you do the works. We'll be right back. SonsofLibertyMedia.com
5: At
2: the Sons of Liberty, we are in the trenches doing what it takes to protect our liberty. If you are already supporting our work as a son or daughter of liberty, we cannot say thank you enough. All we do is made possible by the generosity of faithful supporters like you. Together, we are having a positive impact on the future of this country we all love so much. If you have not yet partnered with us financially, we ask you today to consider becoming a son or daughter of liberty. Call 1-866-233-0747 or online at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Be a part of the team that brings responses like this.
0: This is conservative Arizona State Representative Anthony Kern. I recently attended the Take Back America tour hosted by nationally syndicated radio talk show personality Bradley Dean and was greatly encouraged by what I saw and heard. Bradley's combined message of faith and freedom is what America desperately needs to hear. Become a
2: son or daughter of liberty at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Do you know someone with a
0: drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Wellness and
3: self-care doesn't have to be complicated.
1: Oh, my goodness, friends. Oh, my goodness. It is 50 degrees in the state of Minnesota. And it's not because of global warming. Uh, It is because they are using military planes in, uh, what do you call them? Oh, I'm I'm thinking about we've played videos on these before personal airplanes to spray chemicals down on the people. And they're what they're doing. It's called geoengineering and they're modifying weather patterns. So don't for one moment believe anything that you're being told about global warming, friends. They just want to tax you again to death because the power to tax is the power to destroy and it's exactly what they mean to do. Um, Never seen this in my whole life in the state of Minnesota and it's about 50 degrees in February. Never have ever seen this before. And uh, every day we look up and they are checkerboarding the skies in a massive way. I just got another video from a meteorologist to to the mainstream media that says that the military is in fact the one spraying it down. Uh, We've already known that. Uh, As a matter of fact, it's in the congressional record. So this is not a conspiracy theory. This again is in fact happening. Deuteronomy 28 verse 24. So I just wanted to throw that out there really quick wanted to let you know we're talking about political idolatry. And before we're uh, getting to that, we're teeing it up on the idolatry of sports. And I want to finish this out. So if I have to go a little late today again, I'm totally good, folks. And and I know that you people seem to uh, enjoy the fact that there's no commercials. So do I. I'm all with you on that. So we might go a little bit late today again, just so I can finish my point uh, all the way through and through. So let's get back to this. Uh, When you look at the but children of the apostate, those that call themselves Christians, and the idolatry of sports, that's, that applies to heathens as well. It applies to those that say they don't believe in God. It doesn't matter if you believe or not. You don't have to believe in trucks. What happens if you stand in front of one? And you are going to stand in front of one. Uh, Hebrews 9, 27. Uh, but a, a, again, what's what's crazy about this is how the country is being led literally into hell and in that they give their time, money, and efforts over and under uh, to that of idol worship. I mean, just think about this. Speaking of... Uh, Politics. Donald Trump raised $144 million because of his worshipers thinking, in fact, he's under attack. But isn't it interesting how the mainstream media's cameras are all over every move Donald Trump makes? See, they don't realize that the best way to control the opposition is to lead it, and that's exactly, in fact, what is happening. We'll get to that in just a couple minutes as well. Uh, I wanted to go over to this. I want to give you an example of this more uh, in detail, Uh, and I'll go back to football worship for a moment. Uh, This is where we see full-grown men with tights on getting paid millions of dollars, uh, demoralizing uh, getting paid millions of dollars by demoralizing sponsorships—they're serving their sponsors, right? That are demoralizing the people. See, about ten, fifteen years ago, and I seen this right out the bat, right out of the gate, uh, as becoming a Christian, I could see what was going on. They're trying to Europeanize America and who's doing it here in America is the sponsors in Hollywood and the music industry. They've been doing this for a long time. But you also have to understand, even with conservative talking heads, they're not serving the people. They're serving their demoralizing and demoralizers uh, when it comes to their sponsorships. Okay, But going back to that of football, them fighting over a pig ball, as I said earlier, uh, this you see somehow takes precedence over them standing up and defending their own children. And instead, what they do through their inaction they sacrifice to that of Moloch in whoring themselves out to their favorite idols. Read Leviticus 20 verse 5 backing it up all with scripture. And on the other hand if you ever want to see what motive, uh, motivates these hypocrites and what it is that they will stand up to those that are in the seats um, it's absolutely amazing what they will stand up to and how they will act react when their favorite team scores a touchdown. You can literally hear their praise and worship of the deities that they serve miles away i mean incense in the bible again is representing the people's prayers going up to god these apostates that occupy these stadiums every sunday are giving up their counterfeit incense their praise and worship under their idols their players their teams on the field which are the altars of baal and false gods and deities which the lord condemns And you set up altars to that shameful thing, Scripture says, even altars to burn incense unto Baal. Another motivator for these apostates is how they respond when an official on the football field makes a bad call. You've seen this, I'm sure. Or how about when their favorite coach is removed from their favorite team for reasons they disagree with? That's when you're going to see all these hypocrites stand up. And this seems to be what it takes. Only then will you then see where their anger and indignation lies, yes, then and only then will you see a quick call to action. Hey, folks, they won't stand up for their kids. They won't stop abortion. They won't stop their kids from uh, being inundated or made a prey by men that want to prey upon their children called pedophiles in public schools. No, 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 no. They won't stand up against that. As a matter of fact, they're the ones dropping their kids off at public schools to be uh, thrown into a cesspool of illegal indoctrination into this country. You won't see them standing up for any of what matters, friends. You'll see what really matters to them is when their favorite football coach or their favorite player gets removed when they disagree with it or a bad call is made, as I already stated. Then they'll get mad. Then they'll stand up for it. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. In the state of Minnesota, uh, we find that these are also the same idolaters that are too timid to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified, 1 Corinthians one twenty three. But they have no problem with taking off their shirts, painting half their bodies purple and the other half yellow, the Vikings, all the while shouting as loud as they can with horns on the top of their head. This is just completely embarrassing. It's a reproach every step of the way, and God condemns this. Listen to this. Christians are to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, as I said earlier, and this unabashedly, Romans one we we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In contrast, these hypocrites, these apostates, did you know that they'll spend up to $129 to $384 for a jersey with their favorite player's name on it? Think about that. How little do these people tie to ministries that are actually out there doing anything about it, right? This on top of the fact that the average ticket price that costs uh, to get into one of these games is about $329 in the state of Minnesota to go to a game with the Minnesota Vikings. $329, okay? And just consider you're going to always see people together. So it's not like a guy's just going out there on his own. Not that they don't do that, but that's not very popular. Bold and proud they are with an awkward smirk about their face and no doubt with much to talk about after their favorite game. And at a popular church, as I was just talking about, friends, they'll set up the whole whole altar as a uh, football field. This is in um, uh, Fridley, Minnesota. Shamefully. I was talking about that earlier. It's embarrassing. It truly is. What I want to do, friends, is uh, we got about three more minutes left on this particular part, um, this segment. I I want to reiterate something to you because I know that some people say, well, Bradley, you're just taking it too far. You know, but I got a question for you in return How could it get any worse than what it is already? Well, it, it does. I mean, men are now beating each other up to a literal death in the UFC cage matches. This is moving right into the gladiatorial games. Uh, This is, again, just one step away from the Coliseums where the gladiatorial games fighting unto the death were played and where men, women, and children, by the way, were also martyred for their faith in Christ. Is it not? Yep, everybody knows that. Well, that is far-fetched, Bradley. Come on, really? Do you really think that this is where this is going to go? I'm telling you, that's already where it's going. Did you know... Um just uh today, Donald Trump uh, said of uh, I want you to see this on social media platforms Sons of dot com and or before it's news dot com. He said that uh Bud Light is not a woke company. That's Anheuser Busch. Anheuser-Busch, by the way, is the one that uh, set this man up as a woman, and they lost billions of dollars for promoting transvestites. Put that up against Deuteronomy twenty-five or 22, verse 5. Okay? But Donald Trump wants you to believe what he says, and he wants you to ignore the truth of the matter. This is Donald Trump. He's a narcissist. Okay? And I'm going to get to more of this in just a moment. But this shows you to the degree that people are willfully putting their fingers on their eyeballs and plugging their ears. These are, in fact, the people that are willfully rebellious, which is the sin, is, uh, the sin of witchcraft, because they don't obey the Lord. That's in First Samuel 15, 23. And I also want to state this, friends. When I come back on the other side, I want to bring you down to the degree as to how far political idolatry runs in this country. I want to make one more point here. Concerning Bud Light, I believe it was anheuser Bush back in the 80s uh, posted and created an advertisement that stated, just for those that think I'm going too far, they stated so many Christians, so few lions. I'm, I'm not making that up. So, folks, just so you know, if you're going along with this, you're being deceived, and history is, in fact, repeating itself.
2: This is the Genesis Communications Network. G.C.N.